Blog Talk Radio. Now that number again for them to listen in is 626 
696-8607. So anyway, as we start off the program this evening, greetings from Columbus, Texas. And before we get started, I just want to share with you just a very important reminder with regards to our topic and discussion. Our hope and our prayer is that this show would be informational, educational, and that it should provide you, the listeners, with some really great ideas to help you in your daily walk with the Lord. So with that, what are we going to be talking about this evening? Well, today we're going to be talking about seeking God's peace at a time of loss. And so for all of you that are listening in right now, Grab your pen or pencil and some paper and get ready to learn some really great tips for your walk in life. That's right. Get ready to write out some really great things. Or if you've got one, get over to your computer or to your iPad, to your iPhone, and be prepared to write down some really great ideas to help you and your walk for the future. And in case any of you are looking right now, the time now is 7.05, and so we're going to have just about an hour program or so, and we know that you're going to really like that. So I know that this will be helpful to many of the people that are in our listening audience today. So before we get started, as we're getting into everything, here's a question for you. Have you lost someone, or have you lost something? Or do you know someone who has lost someone or something? Now, this evening, we're going to be sharing some really great insights on understanding loss and how to handle the grief process. And we're going to be sharing some information from our book, Walking Through Grief, A Journey of Peace. Again, that's from our book, Walking Through Grief, A Journey of Peace. And we know that you will be blessed and that you'll be encouraged by this special study tonight. And I want to share with you this simple reminder. I want to remind you that I am not a licensed counselor, and I'm not giving you technical advice or counsel this evening, but that I will be sharing with you what both my wife and I, Leah, had both learned as we went through our own real-life experiences life. Now, you know, someone once told me, Now, that sounds like something I probably would have said when I was back in the insurance business. And Leah used to say, yeah, you did say that. But here's my disclaimer. Anyway, we just want to keep everything in order here. So as we get started, I want you to sit back and get ready to go because we're going to talk about grief. That's right. We're going to talk about grief tonight. So for those of you who don't know us, we've all walked through life with different types of grief and loss. And one of those times of loss happened when our only daughter, Victoria, was murdered on March the 18th in 2004. And with the Lord's help, he answered our prayers and he helped gave us that special peace that goes beyond all understanding. It's that supernatural peace, as they like to say. And so with his help and guidance, my wife and I would begin walking through that grief into a journey of peace. So let's explain what grief is all about. Now, if you look it up in Webster's Dictionary, Webster's defines that word grief like this. It is a deep sadness caused by, especially by someone's death. 
or as a trouble or as an annoyance or a cause for suffering or loss. So here's a question for you. Is it only something that happens when you have lost a loved one? It could be, but it also could include many other types of loss as well. And this evening, I will cover some of those other types of loss as well. Now, in Hebrew, that word grief is the word ra'ah, and it can mean bad. It can mean malignant. It can mean unpleasant. It can mean evil. It can mean displeasing or unkind. It also can mean misery, and it can actually mean distress. Now, for someone, the last two items might really hit home every time. Misery and distress. Yes, and they can be. And we want you to know that there are some several different types of grief that we can all experience in our life. And that happens due to the loss of someone or some kind. Now, some people might actually want to know if there is a list of the different types of losses somewhere written down somewhere. Well, I'm here to tell you that's a really great question. And yes, that there are. But there are many lists available out there, and I have seen some lists with as few as only five to seven items, and then some with more than 30 different kinds of answers. And if someone looks at one of these lists, well, they may experience almost everything that's on the list, and then again, they may only experience just a few of them. And so from our time in ministry and before that, we experienced many of those items that were found on this list, and from our friends and from our family, and from those that we have known and from those that we have ministered to. So that the following things that can take place from those lists. So if you're ready, you can write some of these down. And here's something to remember, that there is no order that you will experience anything that's on this list. You may experience some, most, or all of the things that are on the list that we'll be sharing about tonight. Now, you just can't check off one item and then think, hey, I'm done, I'm through, I don't have any more to go through. And yes, and here's something that you might experience, some things you might actually experience more than once. So let's kind of get started on this list and then this is just to let you know that some of these things we have personally experienced ourselves. Now, at the very top of this list for grief and loss is the loss of a child or of another loved one. And this loss would include the loss of a spouse, maybe a mother or a father, perhaps a grandparent, or maybe an aunt or an uncle or a cousin, maybe a sibling and maybe someone from your very, very own family. Now, another form of loss can actually come in the form of loss of your health. Yes, a loss of health from either you or someone that's close to you can greatly affect your life, and it can actually affect how they feel and how you handle that new challenge. Now, for me, I used to share with people after two car accidents in two years, it not only affected my, me physically, but it also affected me mentally and cognitively. Yes, and not only 
did it really affect me all the way around with everything that was going on. But our daughter and my wife, Leah, had lost their dad and their husband that they actually knew and that they actually loved, and that those were some of the tryingest times that they would say that they had to go through at the least. Now, another type of loss could be losing your home. This could be by default. It could be happened by losing a job, possibly a bankruptcy, or maybe a fire or an act of nature, you know, like a or tornado or a fire. Or uh, We've actually known people that have lost homes in floods. And this can actually disrupt the family in its very core, and it can actually sh- shake your faith. Now, God's Word reminds us to stay strong during these times of trials and tribulations. And here's something to kind of remember. This is from Deuteronomy 31, verse 6, and I'm going to read this from the Amplified Version. It says, Be strong, be courageous, and be firm, and fear not, nor be in terror before them. For it is the Lord, your God, who goes with you, and he will not fail you, nor will he forsake you. Now, that scripture verse is a really great reminder. And here's another type of loss that we could be in for. It's losing your job or maybe your business. And this can actually happen due to your health challenges. It can happen to a severe illness or a downturn in the economy. Or guess what? You Basically, you run out of money and there's no business left anymore. No business, you say. Well, yep, that can mean that no one is coming in to your store to purchase any products or to buy any items. Boy, that'll really suck, won't it? And yes and no, I have seen some successful businesses go under because a city or a state tore up the road in front of their business for many months, or maybe there was a recall on items that you were selling, or your supplier just goes out of business. Wow. Now, here's another loss. It's that effect that affects a lot of the women. It's like having a miscarriage or possibility losing a baby during or shortly after birth. Yes, folks, those things can actually really affect the father as well. And, folks, there will be many questions that will come up during this time when these things happen. And then you might ask yourself, did I do everything that I could? Should I have done something differently? Well, why me? And will this happen again? What's the deal here? Well, and here's one of God's answers for comfort during this time. And this is from Psalms 23, verse 4, and I'm going to read this in the New American Standard Bible. Even though that I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they will comfort me. And another loss in your life could very well be losing your retirement and all of the savings of money that you've put away for that those golden years. And here again, this can happen because of poor planning on your part, or maybe just bad investments, or, you know what they say, life happens. And then you just find yourself using up all of your assets just to pay your bills or just to live on. And that can be very, very difficult. 
And this can take a very heavy toll on your marriage. And it can bring about stress. And at the same time, it can be unbearable. How can we just handle all of this? And then here's another loss that will bring grief and sorrow. Losing your job. Either by a downturn in the economy or possibly by a merger. And as Leah used to say, she used to say she had her share of mergers. Says so you walk into the office one day and you're excited about your job and then wham they tell you thanks for playing and we have a we've cleared out your desk and then they calmly walk you out to your car and tell you thanks for coming in. Ah yes. And that great line the employers love to tell you, well, it's just nothing personal. It's just not you. Arg. And here's something else to think about. If you really loved your job, you will actually grieve over that loss. Yes, you will. You will actually grieve over that loss. And one of those losses may be a business that closes. And possibly you'll find yourself being forced into retirement early. And here's one that has always been close to my heart. It's the loss of a friend. Maybe it was your fault or someone else's fault, or sometimes it can come as a result of a divorce, or sometimes people take sides. And then it's really tough. It's really tough to take sides, you know. And here's another loss that you probably have not thought about. Losing your self-respect and then losing your integrity. Man, those are both very tough. And you know, you can find yourself grieving as a result of moving into another town or moving from your home or moving to another state or even for a business or for a school or just to take care of an ailing relative. And, you know, we can all find ourselves having to do combat tactics with all of these things that are coming at us, all from different directions or sometimes all from the same direction. So, you know, these are just some things to kind of think about, like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? And then some people may actually be asking themselves, oh, my gosh, what can we do with all of this stuff that's happening? Well, these are all great questions, folks. And here's one of the most powerful prayers that Jesus gave us to overcome these trying and difficult times. And this is from Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 13. And I'm going to read this in the Amplified Bible. Because I kind of like the Amplified Bible in the way that it, it, it gives us things. It says, pray therefore like this. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed, keep holy, be your name, your kingdom come, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven and left remitted and left let go of the debts and have given up resentment against our debtors. And lead us to bring us not into temptation, but to deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen, amen, and amen. Listeners, we hope that you are enjoying this 
radio program this evening, and we look forward to hearing from you later. So, we've asked our sister evangelist, Montel, if we could take a short break right now, and that's exactly what we want to do. So what we want you to do is to sit back and just be prepared to listen to some soothing music, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Okay, so just sit back and enjoy the music, as they say, and we'll be right back, okay? Here it comes.
Debbie Fancher, a song written by Brian Fouts, and we hope that you really, really enjoyed that song tonight because it really speaks to the hearts of many people who have been suffering and who have had loss. And so this evening, we're going to continue on with the rest of our program here, and we hope that you've been blessed so far with what we've had to share with you this evening. And so... Here we are, we're back again, and we hope that you enjoyed that small little song, and uh, we're going to continue going on down with the rest of the program right now, so uh, again, we hope that you've enjoyed what we've had so far to give to you, and again, we just want to thank Sister and Evangelist Montel Fields for the opportunity for us to come back here and to be on the show with her again tonight and to share all of these things. And so anyway, uh, if you've got any questions or comments, like I said, you can call us later at the end of the show at 979-500-4256. Again, that number is 979-500-4256. And so we just want to just remind you that you are not alone. If you've lost anybody and if you've been Uh, going through part of a grief process, just know that there are people out there who want to help you and can help you. And we've actually got a book called Walking Through Grief, A Journey of Peace, that is also available through our website and through our ministry. And so uh, what we'd like to do right now is to come back in here, and we want to continue to talk about some of the stages of grief that we've talked about. And you know, the Lord will comfort us all in things and through all things. And you know that one of the things that I want to remind you is, is that he has his promises that he has given to us in his word. 
And this is from Psalms 34:18, and this is from the New International Version. It says, "The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and He saves those who are crushed in spirit." Isn't that wonderful? That the Lord is close to those who are brokenhearted, and He saves those who are crushed in spirit. So when we go through these different periods in time, we have to remember that the Lord is still there, and he's still always there to kind of help us walk through every step of the way. And so that's really important for all of us to remember. And so as we continue to move on, I just want to remind you that there's still plenty of people here that are out there to try to help you. And as you go through these difficult times and uh, in life, I want to remind you with this is that the Lord tells us to pray therefore like this, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Keep it holy to keep your name and your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And these are always really important things for us to remember. And so listeners, we hope that you have enjoyed this reading. Um, this evening and that we hope that we look forward to hearing from you later and again we've asked our sister Montel Fields to continue to keep everyone lifted up in prayer for everything that has been taking place and that you can always call us you can always email us you can always write us at any time for anything so one of the things that we did want to go ahead and finish up with this evening is to kind of share with you is that you know, we've got this book called Walking Through Grief, A Journey in Peace. And we wanted to share with you that in our book, we tell people that life is like a roller coaster and that there's not one of you who's going to get to watch and check anything out before we get on the roller coaster because the ride is going to be different for every person who goes through this loss. That's right. Everyone who gets on this roller coaster ride is going to have a different ride than anybody else before them. And there are so many twists and turns that seems to take place that each one is different and the times are different. And sometimes you actually feel like you're on a slow moving river. Oh, yeah, I like that. But then suddenly, out of nowhere, you're rushing down whitewater rapids, and you find yourself in free fall from a waterfall, and then suddenly you're back to a slow-moving river. And then you'll find yourself in the ocean, rising and falling with small waves. And then sometimes you're in a huge storm, and almost it's like a tsunami, and then you come through crashing down on the surf, and then you're thrown onto the beach, and then suddenly you find yourself pulled back out of the ocean, and there you encounter small waves, and then once again, you're just kind of lifted up easily up onto the sand and onto the beach. You see, this is how our emotions come to us daily as we go through grief. And we don't receive any warning when these things happen. There's no preparation. And for the rush of the tears that will come, and at the different times that we're very sad, and then there's other times that we're reflecting on the joyful times of our life with just our daughter or our loved one. And then the pain could come back at any moment. The pain could come back. And sometimes it's just ever so lightly, and then others, again, seem like, big, huge hurricanes. 
Our friend France Brown once told us, he shared, he said, be prepared in life because you're either in a storm, you're just coming out of a storm, or you're fixing to go into a storm. And so we wanted to share with you some of the emotions and feelings that you may encounter during your time as you go through the process of grief. And we wanted to share with you a number of emotions that we have had on a list that we've gone through our special ponder on and our remember. And you know, there are more emotions than you could ever feel and go through, and that's when we've list, tried to list some of them here. And if you missed something, it was not done on purpose. You see, you got to remember that there is no order on these feelings as you go through life, through loss. These feelings will probably not even happen in this order. And you may or may not even feel all of these. You could possibly go through all of the feelings, and you might experience just a good number of these on the list. Or again, you just might experience just a few. But with that, the first stage of grief that I want you to remember is this. Shock. When we lose our only child, I said, this can't be happening to us. This is our only daughter. But here's a hint. When this happens, get help and get help quickly. That's right, folks. Ask for help. Ask for help right now and get it as quickly as you can. That means you need to pick up the phone and call your pastor, your priest, or your rabbi. And call your best friend or your closest family member. And remember, ask for help. And another stage of grief that we'll all go through is it's called a stage of denial. Yes, even as strong as some of us can be, we will all think that this just cannot be happening to us. I remember when our friends and pastor came by and told us about Victoria being murdered. I told him, it just can't be my daughter, Victoria. Lewis said, no, you must mean Brian. It has to be Brian. It can't be our daughter. But sadly, it was our daughter. And again, when the stage of grief like this happens, ask for help. Yes, it's very important to ask for help. And another stage of grief that you'll go through is horror. Oh, my gosh, you'll actually have a feeling of disbelief. And some people might even ask you, why would God let this happen, especially to somebody like you? For me, my thought was, why would anyone want to kill our only child? And then another stage that comes up is grief and anger. And you may find yourself being really angry, and you're angry at what happened, and you may have lots of questions. And then you become angry at the person or the persons that caused this loss. For me, one of my questions was this, how could someone have done this? Why now? And, oh my gosh, why us? Sometimes that loss can come in the form of an accident. Maybe drugs were involved, or maybe they took their own life. And all of us, we want answers, and sometimes we're looking for someone to blame, someone to vent our anger at. But this is a normal response. It's a great response. And then we find ourselves possibly that we may want to direct our anger at someone or 
something. And we're reminded that our Lord reminds us to come before him with our questions and our needs each and every time. And here's a great verse about anger, and I'm reading this from Ephesians 4, 26 and 27. And this is how it reads, and this was very powerful to me. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry, for anger, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. You know, I just love that verse, and it's very important. And another stage of grief is bargaining. Oh, boy, can we all bargain. Yes, bargaining with God, asking the Lord to bring the person back because, Lord, I'll do anything if. And one of the other stages of grief is depression. And this is one of the the most toughest stages of grief. This stage can come about as a result of feeling lonely and feeling isolated. And you may find yourself at a point that you ignore your personal health, your personal hygiene, or even, sadly, you might even do this to some of your other children or to your wife. And beware of these dangerous signs. If you're spending time focusing on only the loss of a loved one, the accident, or another event of loss, it is at this very point that it may be beyond the limit of your trying to cope. That's true. And folks, remember this. Please, please, please ask for help so that others can help you, that they can help you through the process. And later, another stage of this grief will be acceptance. You may find that you will have to learn to adapt and have to cope with the fact of the loss of that person during this process. Yes, and remember, the loss is real, folks, and you have to face the reality of the loss. You have to face the reality of the loss that has actually taken place. And I wanted to share with you that you have to realize that the person or the thing that you loved, it's no longer here, it's gone. And, you know, I loved what Scripture has to say about asking for his help. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. So, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And that's from 2 Corinthians 12.9. Now, isn't that just awesome? And I want to share with you this scripture with many of you out there who may be hurting. And a prayer that is of scripture that will encourage you and that it will lift you up to this day. We're reading this right now from a very special piece of scripture. And I just love this, what the scripture says. Again, he says, but my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon thee. Isn't that awesome? And I wanted to share this 
one more piece of scripture with you because it's very, very important. My prayer is that this scripture will encourage you and lift you up to this day. And we're reading this passage from Ephesians 3, 16 and 17. And I pray that out of his glorious riches that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, that you may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, and how high, and how deep is the love of Christ. So just to recap on what we've shared so far, we've talked about the words of grief and loss and what they can mean. And we've also shared a list of some of the feelings that you could actually go through during this time of loss, and that there is no order to the list. And then we shared the stages of grief that one could actually go through and experience during this time of loss. And folks, we also talked about the importance of asking for help. That's right. I didn't stumble. You need to ask for help during these times of grief. Call your pastor, call your rabbi, call your priest, call your friend, and seek out professional help. And I want to share with you that our listeners, that you, our listeners, that this can be a very painful process and that you need all of the help that you can get. And so remember, God does love you and through his word that he's provided you with many scripture passages that will bring you hope healing and encouragement and with his help you can learn to walk through grief and you can begin your journey of peace so then what's next now is the time to seek professional help this is really important so you have to seek out professional help and to do the best that you can so folks this again this may include your pastor a professional counselor or even a grief support group and we found that these people can really minister to you during your time of grief. And the process is something that we've had to go through. And there really is a time for everything in life. And again, we're reading from Ecclesiastes chapter 3 from the Amplified Bible. And in verse 1 it says, To everything there is a season, and there is a time for every matter of purpose under the heaven." and a time to be born, and a time to die, and a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what has been planted, and a time to weep, and a time to laugh, and a time to mourn, and a time to dance, and a time to rend, and a time to sow, and a time to keep silence, and a time to speak. So during this process of grief, there is a time of restoration. Remember that. There is a time of restoration for things in your life. For us, it would be a time of restoration for our marriage. For others, it could, be a, it could be their marriage or it could be their family or just trying to put their life back together. And yes, it is a period of restoration. So remember, you've lost something or someone, and you have to begin to heal from the loss. And God will begin to prepare you for something even greater than what you have been doing. And this just might be a time of reflection and of dreaming. Yes, it's good to dream. It stirs your senses, and it's God's creativity. 
And this is a good time to pray and ask the Lord to guide your steps and to get you back on path for your future. And maybe it just may be time to find purpose in your life. That's just really awesome. You see, we all are made in the Father's perfect image, and when we were born, he all gave us certain gifts and certain talents, and he gave you a purpose in life. This is the time that we seek him and we ask the Father, Lord, what was I made to do? And if you ask him, he will show you what you were made to do. And you will find your purpose and reason to live and to live life to the fullest. So, what are some of the other things that we might be asking the Lord to do? What do I do now? I remember a line from a children's Bible that first said, First we pray. I asked the Lord for his help and his divine intervention. And when we asked, What do I need to do? He said, Here's what I want you to do. So God bless you this evening. If you've been lost or faltering, reach out to the Father tonight and ask the Father to fill your life, to fill your heart with love. And he's always standing by. God bless you, and until next month, may the Lord bless you, keep you encouraged, and raise up a new banner in your life.